listeners, welcome to Two Nerds Start a Podcast. Eleanor, the Jamaican lab rat here. And don't worry, I haven't gotten rid of Derek, but I've just split our last episode into two parts. So if you're tuning in as to this episode first or starting the podcast here, no, 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 you got to go back to the previous episode because we're picking right where we left off in our conversation about the coronavirus. So if you don't listen to the previous episode, you'll probably be a little lost as to where we are starting with this episode. But thank you for listening and hope that you'll enjoy the rest of our conversation. Testing. We're recording. Are we ready? Let's go. Okay, so, all right, so we've talked about, like, kind of what the numbers mean. Um, so let's talk about how to get those numbers down. First of all, the great overlord of America has taught us about several things. Uh, for example, you should definitely inject hand sanitizer into your vein. You know people are drinking hand sanitizer now? Yeah. Like. Yeah, I am not Don't surprised. do that. I am not. Wash your hands, people. Wash your hands. Wash yeah. your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. I mean, sanitizer is okay, but, but don't just do that. Please. Wash your hands it if you can. Yeah. Sanitizer is when you can't wash your hands. Right. Sanitizer is like. And actually wash them 30 seconds with soap and water. Sing uh, the, the. Happy birthday the, song. No, that's boring. Sing the chorus the for I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Or Cartel Fever. Or what you know, whichever there's <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum, yeah, right you there. Yeah, you go whatever you you might like. So it was opposite. It was also in the reverse of what people would probably expect. Which one of us to say which song? I don't know why. Don't I'm just saying. That. No, but yeah, but um, proper hand washing. There's a technique. Just Google just, it. A technique. Just, just Google, Google it. it. It's really just easy. Wash your hands. Learn properly. to do it. And this is not just a, a COVID thing. Right. It is a. It you should is be a, washing your hands properly. Yes. Anyway. Can I just say? I I think something. I think there. I think that our. Maybe not just ours. I think several governments are actually using this to kind of like slide in other practices. Because here, I've been seeing this flyer go around. That's hygiene. And it says hygiene practices for COVID-19, right? One of them, like several of them, had nothing to do with COVID-19. Yeah, specifically. One in particular, I remember, because it was uh, saying to be careful of your meat. Like to make sure it's oh, probably clean. Oh, you mean clean. the flyer in the elevator? It's there? not just in the elevator. It's in a oh, lot wow. of places. I've yeah. seen that in several places. It's like... It says be careful of meats, like where you get the meat from and, and, you know, make sure it's prepared properly. That has nothing to do with COVID-19. That's just in general a good practice to do. They're just trying to slide that in there. I mean, if you can kill two birds with one stone. I mean, I agree. I, I'm down with it. But yes, no. But but let's. Yeah. So getting those numbers down, uh, inject cleaner into your veins. Um, wear a mask. Bleach. No. Wait, what? Wear a mask. Let's get a mask after. Okay. Let's talk about let's, let's talk about mask last. Okay. Well, that's we'll, a fun one. Sorry. Let's get to, let's do a uh, what's okay. Let's talk about some actual techniques. So, certain countries uh, suggested herd immunity. One country that comes to mind immediately tried it, didn't work out too well for them. Was Sweden. Sweden. Uh, I don't think that they were entirely wrong. I do think that they were. I do think that somewhere between them and some countries that were way too extreme with their protocols. I think we need to explain what herd immunity is. That's true. Okay, so Back herd immunity. a little bit. That's fair. Yeah. So herd immunity is the, I don't think we did this here, or maybe we did and we called it something different, but my dad grew up in the States. 
and he well he moved here when he was eight and then he moved back up there when he was 16 or something like that and then lived there for a while and then came back again he told he taught me about pox parties have you heard of those heard about covid parties so i'm sure i know where this is going so pox parties were the kid a kid would get pox chicken pox and parents would bring other kids for play dates and stuff like that specifically so that the child could get chicken pox and the idea was not completely illogical because it's better to get chicken pox as a child i mean now we have the vaccine so yeah, this, was pre-vaccine. this was pre-vaccine it's way better to get chicken pox as a child they didn't really, it wasn't really that well known how it was linked to shingles at that point, because it, it is, it's the same virus that, you know, comes back later on, um, that stays in you, or rather, and it resurfaces later mm-hmm. on as shingles. Which um, is very painful. Which is very painful. Right. But it was, it was, that was the idea. So that's kind of like a microcosm of what the idea was. The idea was, if you got enough people immune to it oh and well Poxwarders also had the problem of like spreading it to younger children who weren't ready for it, but that's a different story. But if you get enough people immune to a disease and each disease has a different percentage of people that it needs to be because it depends on how infectious the disease is and how it spreads and how it spreads. But if you get enough people immune to a disease, which would typically mean they get it and then recover from it, their bodies now have methods of fighting against it, antibodies prepared, get enough people immune, it will drastically cut down on the spread to other more susceptible people. Right. So you want to have enough quote-unquote healthy members of the population who are immune so that they won't pass it on to more immunocompromised persons right. that's basically the so it means that most of the people in the in the community would have had to have gotten it right which is the idea like more people have it more people that are immune right um and it's, it's more it's it's almost self-sacrificing in a way because yeah, the idea like, is that you're you as a healthy person catch it so that you can then not spread it first of all your aim is to catch it and then you know stay not that you don't spread it, but you only spread it to other healthy people. Right. You only spread it, you, you don't spread it to anybody not healthy. That's the aim. So you stay away from unhealthy people when you're sick. Or not unhealthy people, sorry. Like immunocompromised people. But um, people have adopted this, this pox party idea to COVID parties. They have. And actually, if you the first person to get COVID from the COVID party, you get right. money. Which is why this is different. Because COVID parties are aiming to get COVID just to get COVID. This pox parties actually had some like basis. Some some mandate within their COVID well no because after community. the pox party thing the idea was that the kid stayed home yeah. to not like thing but yeah but quite a few people have died from these covid parties yeah yeah um, and covid is not the type of virus that we need to be trying this herd immunity, herd well, immunity sweden with. tried it sweden tried it and they killed off like most of the old people well, they so they did admit that they messed up with the old people, but it did seem to be working otherwise before that. And about April, their numbers were really everything good. works until a whole bunch of people died. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. So they had their they had the problem with the elderly. They kind of got that under control. In April, things were looking really good, and then things got really bad for Sweden. The numbers, the deaths skyrocketed. Uh, the the per million deaths skyrocketed compared to like their neighboring countries. All of that stuff. So her and there, there's still, a, I think the um the statistic I'm seeing here from this article, um, it's only six percent of the population actually has actually antibodies has, at this right. point. So even though they've killed off all of these people, they're still so far from herd immunity because six percent right. of the population it needs to really be like isn't helpful. Most viruses upwards of seventy percent right. of of the people that are that are immune to it. Uh, so it really doesn't work. 
I mean, it, it, it works. Don't get me wrong. And, and this is not. We shouldn't. This is not the time to be experimenting with herd immunity. Well, that's the, what uh, I'm but saying. And the sad thing is that you can't really say it doesn't work because vaccines operate on herd immunity right. as well. They're the same idea. It's just that. And uh, that is when it's safe to say, okay, let's just try herd immunity when there is a vaccine right. available. Because the idea behind the vaccine is that it's not as powerful as mm-hmm. it. And, uh, and not everybody can get back. Everybody, right. everybody who can should get because vaccinated. if there is herd immunity, the people who are unable to be vaccinated will be protected by, by the, the ones herd who immunity. Were va- vaccinated. Yes. Exactly. So herd immunity is not wrong. Yes. But it, the way that they were doing it in just getting the virus. Yes. Theoretically, theoretically, it works. If your body is able to, after getting rid of the virus, establish the antibodies and you do become immune and you also catch it and then lock yourself away until your body is free of it. But especially with this, that a lot of people are asymptomatic. Yeah. It doesn't really work that yeah. way. Chickenpox, no, I, I, there's probably a very small majority of people. I'm using chickenpox as a continuing example. There's probably a small population of people who may be immune to chickenpox. I've never heard of it but I'm not going to rule it out completely. There might be, but the majority show symptoms. So you're not, yeah. okay. And yeah, so you're like, okay. And even then, even then it's not even a hundred percent safe because you're spreading chicken pox before you actually yeah. show symptoms. Yeah. But with this one in particular, you might never show symptoms and the whole yeah. time you're spreading. You're spreading. Right. And COVID is, is a bit deadlier than chicken pox. Yeah. 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 I mean, chicken, chicken pox, pox when you're older is pretty bad. Yeah. But, but, but um, younger is not. Too. You, you Do you know, there was a, there was a, you know how people say that history repeats. There's people that think that a couple of years from now, there's going to be, because of COVID, there's going to be a catastrophic pandemic years from now. But they think that everybody alive now who's catching COVID is going to be okay because because they are using the Spanish flu. So the Spanish flu, here's what happened. Spanish flu, tons of people died. Spanish flu happened in World War I, actually killed more people than World War One did, than the war did. It, I think it killed more people than both wars combined, actually. Might have, I'm not yeah. sure. But yeah, it killed a ton of people. And it really wasn't Spanish. It started yeah. in it, it started in Spain, but it started... Well, no, Spain started reporting it, and yeah. it started in U.S. naval bases in different countries yeah, it, in it, Europe. Yeah, the soldiers were really the spreaders. Right. So it killed a lot of people. They didn't want to report it because of the war, blah, blah, blah. There was lots of stuff there. But the people that it primarily killed were young people that were like 20s, mm-hmm. something like that. And the reason for that is because years before, many years before, when the people that were older now were in their 20s, there was another virus that was kind of similar. Not the same, but similar to it. And it wasn't as bad. It wasn't anywhere near as bad. But a lot of people caught it. And the people that caught that virus were better able to resist the Spanish flu. I mean, that's a theory. So the, I- so that's, so the idea is that what people think is going to happen is that now that w- the people that catch COVID now are going to be able to resist whatever happens in the future. I, I wouldn't bet on that. I wouldn't bet on it. But, yeah, but who knows? Mm-hmm. The world is anarchy. But what yeah. does work? We mentioned it. Vaccines. Vaccines work. We just don't have one yet. We just don't have one yet. I think, I think, I think this is going to be an episode later on. But I think that a lot of people underestimate the time. I was about to say that. I think we need to like explain to people why it takes so long. Yeah. Because there are actually like some vaccines that are in phase two trials. Right. Yeah. And I saw some quote unquote Twitter scientists suggesting that we skip phase three trials. And I mean, I'm down. So phase three. So phase one is. What go? Phase one is uh, laboratory testing. Right. Phase, phase two, two is, is clinical trials. Clinical trials. Phase three is larger clinical. Larger, what do you scale yeah. up the 
clinical like trials. Like much, much larger clinical right. trials. So phase two is controlled clinical So we would trials. have seen um, results from phase two where they would have used a small number of patients. For, s- for some vaccines, because there's a lot of them in production, not, yeah. not production, in being investigated right yeah. now from different teams. And yeah. then some of them are in phase two. Right. Some of them so there, I think there are two, two that actually showed promising phase two results in the past couple of weeks. One from Moderna. Um, the other one was from the UK. I don't remember the name of the company. Right. Um, so they would have, with a small number of patients, they would have shown some sorts of efficacy, small number of side effects, depending on the doses. Right. Um, I heard, I was watching CNN by accident, and I heard, uh, <laughs> so they were saying that like at a high dose, you had more people getting side effects, of course. Like at 100 right. milligrams, more people got side effects. And the, the host was asking, okay, so why can't we just give the people, give everybody the lower dose since nobody's reacting? And the doctor had to explain that if you are seeing some people showing sensitivity at a higher dose, that indicates that there are some people in the population that are going to show it at, at a lower, at dose. A lower exactly. dose. So when you have those small numbers, you have to remember that when you're extrapolating to the large population, you have right. to keep that in mind. The purpose of the phase three trials is really to tell how safe the vaccine is. So phase two would have determined efficacy in terms of whether or not it works. But phase three is where you really look at, okay, look at the side effects, look at is, is the effect of the vaccine, is it worth it? Are we going to kill off the people then? just by vaccinating them. So when you skip phase three trials, which is what people are advocating for, you are skipping out on being able to collect that data. And God forbid something goes wrong, you'll be at a position where you have the vaccine out in the population um, and it fails, which is one problem. Superpowers or cause the apocalypse. And if a vaccine fails, it's also going to undermine people's belief in the actual vaccine when it comes out. That's also true. People are not going to want to get it. So I just think that we need to keep that in mind. I don't think we're anywhere near a vaccine before maybe next year this time, at right. the very least. Right. And I think uh, some people are going to say, well, you know, if even if you extrapolate using the same percentage, for example, even if it's 1% that show serious reactions to the uh it's the virus mm-hmm. or not to the to virus vaccine. to the vaccine sorry that's a lot of people that's a lot of people because if you then take that and extrapolate that to 100 million people yeah that's 1 million people one percent of 100 million is one people one percent one percent of 100 million is it's something that's a vaccine that you want to be widespread population then right. that is important right. um the second thing about vaccines is that once they are getting them safe is one thing, but then we have to mass produce them right. and mass distribute them, which, costs which money. is a whole yeah, which costs money, which is a whole other yep. ball game. And yep. of course, you know that the developed countries are going to be at the front of the line, yep, yep. as per usual. But um, before you even get there, I mean, yes. just development of it, it yes. takes time, yeah. and that's something we're gonna. I think that's something that we're probably going to talk about in the future is yeah, timelines and stuff. And I do think again, this is something else. I think that what people see in terms of television and shows and stuff like that movies are liars movies well i won't say movies are necessarily liars because sometimes if you pay if you pay close attention it does take years in the movie to develop something but they have to condense it right because it needs to fit a movie so your brain is like oh it was it seems so quick but in the movie it's been years sometimes it's like in the movie it's like a week and you're like okay yeah no that's not how that works but i i'll say this uh, if it was a very very fast vaccine then yeah it's man-made because they had this from before working on it but the reason why it's taking so long is because we didn't have this before yeah this was out of virus. nowhere we weren't yet a new virus and it takes time to develop and then to test and then to test more and then to test more which is why vaccines are fine it's because we test them so much because the ones that come out have, finally right 
And I think we're, we're just in a world now we're so used to things happening so fast. So it's kind of hard for us yeah, to, to, underst- to understand yeah. that. No, you got to wait for it to take. be safe. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I think that concept of like waiting for things has kind of passed. But yeah, we, you have to really, you have to give it time. before. Science takes time. Science takes time. A lot of time. Uh, but yeah, but but you know, like Eleanor said, m- maybe this time next year, maybe if if I mean, there's a lot of people working on it. At the very earliest, right? There's a lot of people working on it, which is definitely a positive thing. And I think, and I think, um, for our Jamaican listeners, you need to prepare yourself for longer than that because we're not going to be the first country oh yeah, yeah. to 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 get it. That's so. absolutely true. We're going to be far. From, I mean, maybe we'll develop it. Maybe we'll be the country that develops it. Who would that'd be fun? That'd be cool. That'd be. I would. Um, I'd be down. I'd, I'd be down. I'd be down. I'd be down. I'll work on it. You can pay me to work on it. You can. All right. So, are you ready to talk about the masks? Yeah, now, I'm ready Derek? to talk about the masks. Okay. So, let's, so in terms of prevention, let's just go in general. We're not. Wait, 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 wait. Before Derek goes into his spiel, let me put a disclaimer on behalf of this podcast. Tuner and start a podcast. Please follow the CDC guidelines and the guidelines of your government to wear a mask in public spaces over your mouth. And your nose. Yeah, do it. No, I do, I, I do it. I wear a mask when yeah. I go out. No, you can go right. into your... So your what I meant was in terms of our general practices, there's certain practices that are far better than others. Staying in your home, best practice. Yeah. When, you, when you don't need to go out. I, obviously, you can't do everything from your home. You do yeah. need to go out at certain points. Staying home as much as you can, very effective. Yes. Right? It's like abstinence. Exactly. Uh, after that... Washing your hands frequently, just in general, like avoiding touching your face. Yes. Very effective. Wash your hands as much as you can. Wash them properly. Use soap. Don't just use water. When I started, I I am in a lower, not great, because we're both in, we're both postgrads. But I was I'm younger than Eleanor. I don't know if you did this when you started at UA. Uh, in our first year for microbiology, we did the experiment where we we divided the class into four. Some of them wash their hands with just water. Some use soap. Some use hand sanitizer. Some use baby wipes. And then we all like pressed our fingers after washing them onto some agar, yeah, onto some agar to grow the bacteria. The only one that had like significant amounts of bacteria was the one that washed their hands with just water. Water does not kill bacteria. It'll remove. It wash off the dirt. Right. Yeah. It gets off dirt. Does not kill anything. If, if water killed, we'd have a problem. But yeah, so you need to use soap. Definitely important. If, if you don't have access to water and soap, try to get some sort of hand sanitizer right, or carry that alcohol-based yeah. product, at least 70% alcohol or above. Right, if that's important. just a bottle of rubbing alcohol and that's all you have, then work with it. I mean, it's not going to be fun because it's going to dry out your hands, but just carry some lotion, something, I don't mm, know. I'm used to it. Wear, you wash your hands. <laughs> I was about to say wear gloves. Wash your hands with soap. Don't wear gloves, guys. Don't wear gloves. Don't wear gloves. Well, good. I'm going to get to that one. Uh, don't wear gloves because it doesn't work. I mean, it, it, you guys don't know how to wear gloves properly. You don't know how to. That's that's, that's the problem. Ridiculous. I saw a woman eating chips with gloves. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was not good. Um, right. So gloves, gloves are in the, gloves in the lab are used for gloves aren't really used to protect you most of the time. Sometimes it's used to protect you, like if you're if you're working with chem- certain chemicals, like more in chemistry with like acids and whatnot. Yes, most of the time. Gloves don't care about you. Gloves are only to protect your research, to prevent whatever you're using from being contaminated by you. So you're the problem in this scenario. Your, your contamination is a problem in that scenario. Gloves don't protect. Standing, I was very upset when I learned that I remember very specifically, I don't remember when, but I was on Instagram following the Observer. Sorry, not Observer, Gleaner, which is our newspaper, one of our 
bigger newspapers and they they were posting the protocols and they post changes in the protocols and they said minimum distance change from three feet to six feet yeah i had no idea six feet has always been what it what well, it's they, they were to be. saying three feet for quite a while right but apparently we had been saying three feet i had no idea and i was i was just shocked by this where did we get three feet from I, anyway so moving so those are the things that somebody, i think let me tell you somebody probably thought six feet and then said okay if it's two people and each person is three feet then their three that's would six add feet? up and get six i don't know that's the only way i hope that's, that's not what happened that's the only way that's i could rationalize it oh my, my goodness but i will say okay so getting to the fun one now which is what eleanor has been wanting me to talk about masks Derek is an anti-masker i am not an anti-masker i i do not like cloth masks. cloth masks yeah i think that masks surgical masks and 95 masks proven effective at blocking uh the transmission of viruses cloth masks very effective at blocking larger droplets it, you see them a lot in asian countries right the thing is that the masks first of all definitely not to protect you it's to protect other it's people to protect other people right? yeah in a lot of in asian countries you would see them wearing masks when they are sick especially if it's a bacteria if it's not bacterial infection cloth masks are very effective at blocking it because the bacterial particles are are much larger. larger than viruses when we talked about it before we said that the virus could be spread by respiratory droplets and then we said that it might be aerosolized if it is aerosolized the the large droplets a cloth mask can block if you layer it enough, if and most of these cloth masks are not particularly layered, they're just kind of like two layers of cloth. A lot of the ones that I've been seeing because they're cheap. Um, if you layer it enough, you can maybe drop the block the smaller droplets. There is no way on this earth that a cloth mask is blocking aerosolized. Anything aerosolized. Aerosolized, when we're talking about the, the size of aerosolized, we are talking about incredibly tiny, tiny, tiny. small particles that a cloth mask and N95 mask can block. And a surgical mask can definitely cut down on. It won't block all of them, but it can definitely cut down on. A cloth mask is not going to block those. Yeah, well, you should be using your mask in a, in addition to other social right. distancing. Right, and that's where my um, problem comes in. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, the truth was that everybody can't have an N95, but everybody can't have a surgical exactly. mask because you definitely have to have enough for your medical professionals. Right. So uh, everybody having a cloth mask is a step because... If you know it won't um, block the aerosolized droplets, it does cut down on, on respiratory, on respiratory droplets. droplets. And if you use your mask properly, it also cuts down on how much you touch your nose and your mouth when you're out in public. And that's my problem. That's if you use it if properly. If you use it properly because it's covered, so you shouldn't be touching, touching, touching. But people are using it more. <laughs> people are people are touching it more now. That's the whole other thing. This is And this is why Eleanor calls me anti-mask. I'm not anti-mask. Masks anti-mask. work. They're proven to work when used properly. Yeah. But what I think has happened is that I think that Making masks mandatory has given people more of a false sense of... Masks were not designed to be worn, like, constantly. You see your doctors, and they have to wear masks for hours and hours and hours. But they are doing a particular thing, right? Like, for example, they're in surgery for long hours or something like that. Or if you do see them walking around in a mask, they're walking from one place to another place where they will immediately need the mask. Typically, masks, they don't... They're not just keep it on for right, having it on. Right. And even in those countries where people wore masks already, they would wear it when they're going out and avoid being out for as long as possible. Or you, you know, or they, when they go out, they come back home as quick as possible. 
and they're trying to prevent the spread to others. The masks are not designed for long-term use. And especially when, I mean, going to, so I know how to wear a mask, right? Avoid touching my face, all of that nose stuff. Nose and mouth. No, avoid touching nose and mouth. Know, know how to take it off because it's important right. that you take it off and put it back on properly. Yeah. Uh, if you're using the cloth mask, uh, you wash it regularly. Yeah. Because that's another thing that, you know, you're, you're talking in the mask. You're yeah, sweating you're in, the in the mask. You're breathing so in you the mask. You're breathing in the mask. You're There's breathing bacteria. So you're actually bringing bacteria in close proximity to your nose and mouth and stuff like that, allowing more, because it's also wet, right? It gets moist. So it's not even just bacteria from you. It's bacteria that, as you walk, gets trapped in a mask that can filter through, depending on. When I go and order food, they can't hear me. So you have to take your mask so off. So you have to take the mask off. Don't do that. But but they can't hear you. Shout. So what, they still Shout. can't hear you. So what choice do you have? And then, and then these are people that majority don't know how to deal with that kind of situation. So they just grab the mask and pull it down. Yeah, don't do that. Ex and if you are to remove your mask, don't pull it down to your chin because then you're picking up all the bacteria right. on your chin on your and chin. your neck. Just it's better if you just take it off take completely. Take it off completely, yes. Do what you have. If you have to talk, if you have to speak into a mic, for example, like, no, we're not wearing masks. That's true. We would have taken our mask off completely. But if you have it down by your neck, then you're ca capturing all that bacteria yep. and then pulling it right back up. Right, exactly. your face. Exactly. And something that I, I notice people, masks aren't comfortable is a thing doctors come not complain doctors have They're to deal with yeah. it they have to put up with it masks yeah. aren't comfortable that makes people touch their face more, more more they adjust their mask they scratch their nose they yeah. do all those things that that's causing it yeah. so my problem with masks is more that there's a lack of clarity from places about what exactly they can and can't do because a lot of places are they're not they're not pointing out that it's possible that the cloth masks are only an attempt because it's possible that even the fact that it does drop uh, block droplets, we don't know how what kind of viral load. So viral load is how much of the virus is contained in each individual droplet. We don't know how much viral load is necessary for infection. So it could be even if you're reducing droplets, you might not be reducing it to a level where the viral load is down enough that you're reducing infection rates. It, it seems to be working, though. It does it, seem yeah, to be working. It seems to be working. It does seem to be working. To an extent. To an extent. My, but my major issue was more along the lines of it wasn't clear. Because even the CDC, which you were mentioning, says to use masks. If you read when they start. Because they remember they were saying don't use masks. Yeah, they started. And I think that's also the problem where a lot of people don't have trust in masks. Because the first part, the first advice, and I think we were saying the same thing, is don't wear the mask. Right. Keep the mask for the medical professionals. Right. Which I think is accurate. Which is still important. Right. Especially because as this goes on, things run out. Right. Right. So, but then they changed and they, they, in the article they put out on their website, they linked to journals, but all of the journals in that article that they linked to, none of them actually talked about the efficacy of masks or a cloth mask because they were showing how to make cloth masks. So cloth masks in particular, none of those articles talked about cloth masks actually blocking, in relation to blocking transmission of viruses. They were all about asymptomatic carriers of viruses. Because in that same article, they were saying about how you s need to wear a mask even if you're not showing symptoms because of asymptomatic carriers. Well, yeah, and the, the, the masks are, should be for asymptomatic carriers because really and truly, if you're sick, you're supposed to be at home. Right, exactly. So if you're out... If you absolutely need to go out, then yeah, yeah. if you're sick. And at that's absolutely need to go out. Like, you have no choice. Then yeah, we're definitely need a mask. And the masks are for asymptomatic carriers. And, and masks are difficult to enforce. As much as it's no mask, no entry... 
it's the same thing masks are uncomfortable nobody's mm. really enforcing wearing them properly like even in the same like food establishment no mask no entry but then you reach the cashier and her mask is down by her right. chin because she's talking all day and she hot exactly so it's 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 kind of hard to enforce it's kind of a lot of personal responsibility exactly and it has to be done in conjunction with other social distancing hey, exactly and i just don't think that i i personally don't think that consistent mask use is a hundred percent feasible cloth masks okay proper mask usage i'm talking about as n95s and surgical masks surgical masks are not as bad n95s they are i don't know if you've ever had to wear an n95 yeah. for like yeah a long period yeah they are not fun they're, they're hard to breathe they're through. difficult to, but that's their point they're blocking yeah. They're yeah. difficult to breathe through because they are filtering that air. So you have to work harder to breathe through it. And that is their point. Surgical masks are easier. And, and they have a lot more airflow. You have a lot more airflow. And they're and li- and, and therefore logically less effective, but still fairly effective. The cloth mask, not blocking anything aerosolized, can definitely block larger respiratory droplets, will still allow smaller ones through. And even, even then, it will cut down on the distance that they travel. Problem is... Telling people that it absolutely will, which is where I, I see a lot of those that I've, I've seen this a lot. It's like a, a, gra- a graphic and it's saying no mask, no mask, like 90% transmission rates, uh, mask on an uninfected person with an infected person, like 80%, mask on both people, like 20%. Those numbers have just been pulled out of somebody's ass. <laughs> There's, there is nothing indicating those numbers. I've never found a study. I've looked. I've never found a study indicating those kinds of numbers. Those numbers are just pulled out of somebody's ass to make it look more effective. There's a logical basis behind it, but there's actually no proof in anything. I've never seen those numbers. I've seen the graphic. Have you seen the graphic when they compare it to people peeing? No. I think that was actually the best thing I've seen because we kind of don't understand that masks protect other people and not ourselves. So if you have two people standing next to each other without pants, right? And oh, usually something else happens. No. No, it's, this is non-sexual. Oh, okay. Um, and then one person pees, it's going to catch the other. P- none of them have on pants. It's going to catch the other person, right? Okay. If I p- I don't have on pants. Oh, I know where this is going. And you on have on pants and I pee on you. It's still going to catch me. It's still going to catch you. If I have on pants and you have on pants, then my pee is not going to really get out of my pants to be able to pee on somebody else. So right, and it was and a that's cool graphic. True. That was like the, the best comparison I've seen. I they could have used so many other things, but sure. Yeah, and but that, it and drives the message home. You don't want to be peed on. I don't want to be peed on, and that's very true. Uh, and it, it if if that works, it works. My my only problem comes from, I think that governments in general, a lot of them were not clear a with lot of exactly. Them don't understand that is the problem. A lot of them don't understand right. the science behind it, and they're either not taking the time to either read or consult people that do understand. Right, exactly. So they're not able to explain it to people properly. And even then, even li- like I was saying, even if you want to look it up on your own, there's not a ton of actual... Re- there's, there's, there's research that's been done on this stu- on, on kind of stuff, but it's a very difficult thing to test, first of all, is, is how much it's, it's blocking because it's just comprising the experiment because we were actually approached by some people and asked to do this, Eleanor and I, and we tried... For a while, we consulted people. We checked. Trying to devise an experiment to test this is incredibly difficult. To simulate breathing, to simulate all of that stuff, it's not easy. And it's not, you know, 100%. It's a difficult thing to test. So there's not a lot of research. And then when you look at, like, the CDC, like I was saying before, in their article where they came out saying, this is how you make cloth masks, this is why you need to use it, 
all of their linked journals or, or linked articles or whatever, you, you know, in the actual article that they linked to as evidence, none of it was about the efficiency of mass blocking transmission. <laughs> it was all about asymptomatic carrying, basically. So they were basically telling you to do this after telling you not to do this and giving no evidence behind why you should. I think the thing is that it's possible that it does prevent it, but I think that I don't think enough checking was done into how efficient it is with just the general populace who generally doesn't know how to wear a mask. I think my problem is not with masks. My problem is that it should have there should have been more education behind it to explain to people how to wear the masks, how to take off masks, the kind of masks to wear, exactly how effective we know certain masks to be. Because again, cloth masks, it's not really a thing that's been studied in, in science that much before. So um, definitely need more public education about masks. And I, I, as I, we have said before, I do think that the early CDC, the first CDC advisor about not wearing masks. Right, and certain government officials in certain places not wearing right, masks. Right, not wearing masks. You know, and, and, and that's the thing about science. It's never hard and fast. And sometimes, when you, especially when you're learning about new things, right. it takes time. And people do tend to lose the confidence when you're not 100% right, right off the bat. But I mean, and, it, and when it comes to masks, I think that, a major issue is that really it's it's not designed to wear consistently. Like I said, doctors put up with it, but it is uncomfortable throughout the day. And, and also just people are not going to. So you if you go out, right, let's say you drive and you go out and you you have your mask on when you or let's say you get to a place, right? You've driven to a place, you get out, you take your mask out, you, you have whatever clean container you have it in. And then you put it on, right? Later on, you're going to get back in your car. You're going to take the mask off because you're not wearing it the whole day. So that's not really how you're supposed to do it. If, if you really, unless you're very careful, and even then it's, it's debatable. They're, not, they're just not designed for all day consistent use for the most part. And it's just, it's not an easy thing. And just day-to-day -day tasks were not designed with masks in, in mind. mind. I mean, just ordering food. It's very difficult to hear the person going to the bank if you need to talk to the bank teller you yeah, know just no, like you have to go to gyms and masks and stuff. going to the gym and that is such a bad idea yeah like gym shouldn't be open like as much as i really would like to go back to the gym the scientist in me says no really i feel like gyms could be open i feel like it i don't feel like our people are disciplined enough to <coughs> for that to right be i feel like i feel like logically speaking gyms could be open because there's ways to make it safe and i think that this is something that in going forward, because like we said, vaccine probably not coming for now, especially here or other developing countries are going to take even longer to get it. So realistically, we need to figure out ways to deal with this. I mean, they wanted to remember when they were discussing uh, CXE. So CXE is our well, it's called uh, CSEC, CSEC. CSEC and CAPE. And CAPE, and right. Caribbean Examinations Council. Right, that's where the CXE comes from. But those, they're, they're the major exams for the Caribbean. For high school. For high school. Well, I don't think we have a another like whole Caribbean exam except for the high school ones. Like the whole of the... Yeah, but we don't know who's listening. That's true. So. But right, so for the high school, sorry. Uh, they wanted to... Because it's the entire Caribbean, they were discussing when to have them. Mm -hmm. And they decided to go along and have them at their normal time. And Jamaica was at a point, and it's not all, and it wasn't everybody, but a lot of us, a lot of Jamaica was pushing to delay it. Mm -hmm. When they were doing this, I was kind of thinking, why? 
What are you delaying it? They said I mean they weren't ready. They, they didn't have the. <coughs> they weren't ready to set up with the social distancing. That's what right. they said. But the thing is, it's. It, I mean, it's a difficult thing to set up, and you do need to figure out something. But we need to. You can't keep delaying it and just pushing it back. You need to figure out ways to keep things open. Like, realistically, I mean, how long can a gym survive closed? Like, they still have expenses to do. They still have things. They still have people to pay. They still have rent to pay. They still have power to pay. All of that stuff. I, I just. I don't feel like I'm personally confident in jamaican's personal responsibility to feel comfortable right in the gym right and, and but that's an issue is that it, i mean at some point you gotta we gotta yeah. things gotta start back i will say that um you cannot die from the carbon dioxide building up in your mask you can't Don't laugh die. people have asked like, yeah, is no, that is that a, or should we be concerned about the carbon dioxide building up in your mask no yeah you can't die but it is not an effective w- in terms of working out it is not an effective workout uh yeah you it, 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 it definitely hinders your workout because you're gonna, gonna feel hinder your airflow right. I, I know people that have been working out in it and they say that over time you know you get used to it really i tried how many times i mean i I, tr- I mean I, I have a friend big up jp who goes to the gym every day and no, that man is a god. I, I can't he says it. that, um, you know, it was it was difficult at first, but you know, after a week or so, he just got used to it, which I guess is like with everything else. Okay, so I I lift weights. I have I have a weight bench, and I lift weights every other day. <coughs> oh well, I, well, this is like a while ago. I was I've kind of stopped now because other other things have taken up my time. But I was lifting for a couple months. I was lifting weights every other day, and I was wearing the masks, wearing the masks, trying to lift the weights, and it was just not working out and then every once a week i do like a more intense workout and that part of that is running on a treadmill maybe if i had done it more i would have acclimatized to it i could not acclimatize to it once a week which i think is a more realistic yeah for scenario most for most people yeah. maybe like once or twice a week in a gym not every day how does he find time i just anyway okay but uh gotta be dedicated he doesn't work body. does he work at the gym no he doesn't work at the gym right but i think a more 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 uh, realistic scenario uh is like once or twice a day i this is just personal maybe i'm weak maybe other people are different i could not i I felt like i was about to pass out like i'm not saying that i would have actually passed out well actually i might have passed out because that's intense cardio i was running like this is not a slow trip at home yeah, I was at, yeah. Why were you not masked? That I wanted to try it. I wanted to on. see if I could acclimatize to it. Because I heard that if you're going to the gym, you got to wear a mask. So I was like, okay, how like how manageable is this? How feasible is this? And I could not. I felt like I was going to. Like the first time I did it, I will admit, okay, maybe like the next couple times weren't as bad. But I'm trying to think if I like subconsciously like took it easier those other times. But I was running on the treadmill. I felt like I was going to pass out. It, it, it can't hurt you. You're not going to die. But... Yeah. yeah, you're not going to die from carbon, from the carbon dioxide. dioxide. You um, c- it's not somebody asked me if it's going to affect global warming. No, it's not. What? Oh, wait. No, he's never asking. You. Wait, what, did they think it was going to make it better? Because it was trapping yeah, the carbon dioxide? Yeah, we're trapping the carbon. No, it would, we would, um, we'd be trapping the carbon dioxide and the trees wouldn't be able to get it. It oh. was a theory that I couldn't even. like. So the trees are going to die. Follow. That's, I mean, that's funny. Before we wrap up, I will say, wear your masks. Because wash your hands. Wash your hands. And, and, and I've been dumping on masks. But there is the possibility that they do work. And it's also mandatory. And the government of Jamaica well, at yeah, least here says it's that mandatory. they will be doing stricter enforcement starting next week. Yeah, here it's mandatory. So I don't think everywhere is mandatory. Right. Uh, uh, so when I say wear your masks, 
because I mainly say it because it can help. Not everywhere is mandatory. Wear your mask because it can help. Keep in mind, be realistic and don't because I think what one home. major thing that don't, I saw. Don't just go yeah, out because you have a mask. Right. Because one major thing that I saw was exactly that. When they made masks mandatory, this could have just like at least here, this could have just been because of the amount of time that had already passed. So maybe it would have happened anyway. But more people were out. Yeah. In masks. And more people were when 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 I was when if I would be out, which was not often, but before the mask being mandatory, people were keeping further distance. Yeah. And now with the masks, yeah. they're much more they're yeah. not doing that anywhere near as much. Yeah, it definitely gives you a yeah. false sense of it. It gives you a false so be realistic about what it can do. Wear the mask because there is a chance that it helps. If it's aerosolized, it's aerosolized and no well not no mask, but most people are not gonna have access to masks that can help. If it's not aerosolized and it's mostly large droplets and you can cut down the load, we don't know. But so it's better to be safe. Wear the mask, wash your hands, don't rely only on sanitizer. Uh, use soap. Uh, what else? Stay six feet apart. Don't go in there. You don't have to. That's, that's mostly it. Yeah, that's about it. Don't be dumb. Stay safe. Don't go to don't go to yeah. Corona parties. Don't go to any parties. Don't go to the beach Stay too home. much. Don't go to the beach. Stay home. Stay home. Just yeah. Get in touch with yourself. Thank you. That was the end of the second part of our coronavirus episode. Please follow us on social media at Two Nerds Pod. That is the number two nerds. N-E-R-D-S pod P-O-D. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Send us your questions if you have anything that you want us to discuss, any topics you think that would be cool, any conspiracy theories that you've heard us heard about. Oh Lord. Please send them to us. Send us any corrections to anything. Any we corrections might have said that you've heard incorrect. us say. Um, please let us know. We are not above criticism here. But I am perfect. All right. Thank you for listening. Join Next us. time. I don't know what we're talking about. Join us next week for when I have to fight off the angry mob that's come at me for hating masks that didn't actually listen to my Derek might not be here next week. I might be dead. You know, somebody might get to him. I might have Corona right now. So thanks again. See you next time on Two Nerds Start a Podcast. Bye.